Milner Pasha's Poe ends with one of perhaps the most well-known Rambans in his whole commentary on the Torah. And this Ramban teaches us a number of important principles. The first, maybe, Chiddush we can learn from the Ramban. I saw many years ago when I began to teach. And the first topic I was teaching was the 13 one of the 13 principles of the Rambam. And then we learned the principle that there's a mitzvah and there's an ikar. Mitzvahs are instructions, commandments, what the Torah expects from us. But then they're principles of Yiddishkeit. And there's a difference. If a person is missing one of the mitzvahs, it doesn't necessarily disqualify him from being a part of the Jewish people. Whereas the Rambam says, that if a person's lacking one of the ikrim, one of the principles, then he's not considered to be a part of the Jewish people. The ikrim, as it were, are our card of identity, which entitles us to consider ourselves part of Kal Yisrael. And in that audience, a certain person asked me, what proof do we have that there's such a thing called Ikrim? The Torah tells us about mitzvahs. The Torah makes lots of instructions, obligations on a person to fulfill. But where do we see this concept in the Torah of Ikrim, of principles of Yiddishkeit? I went to ask maybe Rabbi Ramosh Shapira, and he pointed to this from Ban. Because what the Ramban says is, I'm going to reveal to you a time, a reason for mitzvahs rabbis. A reason for many of the mitzvahs. And he says that whether it's a mitzvah of tefillin, the mitzvah of tzitzis, the mitzvah of yamim tevim, even the mitzvahs of honesty in business. The reason behind the mitzvahs is that they zeichel itzias mitzrayim. Because the mitzrayim Hashem showed us that He's in control. Hashem showed us that He runs the world. And like the Ramban writes, because Hashem is not going to repeat this nest in every generation, so He gave us the mitzvahs which act as an edus, as a reminder as testimony to Yitzhak Mitzrayim, so that that way we will constantly be reminded of the principle of Emunah of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So here we see the principle. There are many mitzvahs in the Torah, many instructions, many commandments, many obligations upon us. But the point of them is to bring to a remembrance of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. The point of them is to bring to to remind us of the principle that Hashem is in control. Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. And if that's the case, we see there's something called Ikrim. We see that they're principles which the mitzvahs are created in order to remind us, in order to keep fresh in our memory these, you say this, these foundations. 
And therefore the Ramban says that there isn't a more important mitzvah or a less important mitzvah because they're all centered around the principle which the mitzvahs are meant to remind us. And if that's the case, if the Ramban begins by saying that many mitzvahs are constructed, so to speak, around the principle of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, then the Ramban goes on afterwards, in the end of the Ramban, to say uh, even bigger Chiddush. And he says that there's really a principle of all the mitzvahs. He says, the Kavanah's Kora mitzvahs. The Kavanah of all the mitzvahs, Shenamin Belekeinu, that we should believe in Hashem, and we should thank Him for creating us. Because that's the purpose of creation. Says Rabbi even more than that. We have no other way to explain the reason why Hashem created the world. The only chayfet, the only ratzen, the only desire that Hashem has from people is that people should know and thank Hashem for creating them. This is a tremendous chiddush. This is a tremendous chiddush. This is the purpose of creation, that a person should know that he was created and thank Hashem for creating him. And that is the reason for the entire Torah. Where did the Ramban get such a chiddush from? How can the Ramban say, so to speak, that it's the only chayfet, it's the only rotten that Hashem has from a person? Such a statement needs to have a makar, needs to have a basis in Chazah. And indeed, we find there is a basis in Chazah. The basis in Chazah is in the Zayar. And the Zayar says, on the mitzvah, also in this week's parasha, of Sipri Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, that when people gather on their Aseda, around the Aseda table, and they begin to recount the Nisim of Mitzrayim, and they begin to say over that the Chassadim Hashem did for us in taking us out of Egypt. So the Zara says, Rakadish Baruchu in Shemaim gathers together the Malachim. And he says to them, come down with me and listen and look and see how Klai Yisrael is celebrating Pesach. And the Malachim come and listen and they hear how we are praising Hashem and thanking Him for taking us out of Mitzrayim. And then the Malachim return to Hashem. And the Zara says that they praise Hashem. And they admit to him that there is no other nation like Israel. Right? If we had to think, what's so special about Lera Seder? That this is used as the showcase, so to speak, by Hashem showing the Malachim, what's so special about Israel? Right? Wouldn't we think of other incidents? Wouldn't we think perhaps of Matan Torah? Wouldn't we think perhaps of the Akedah? 
in acts of mysterious nefesh, acts of extreme greatness. What's so important? What's so amazing? About, not about the mitzvah of recounting Yisrael Mitzrayim. That that's why Hashem brings proof to show the angels the greatness of Kaisha. But if we think about it for a second, those are the principles that Ramban just said. But that I said that we're acknowledging Hashem and thanking Him for saving us. This week was the Yatzat of the Tzadik Shlema Brevda, Sakharin Nebracha. So I want to say over the way he always used to explain this there. And he explained that this is really a sequel to a previous discussion that there had been between Hashem and the Malachim. And that previous discussion happened way back at the beginning when Hashem wants to create the human being. And the Malachim object to that. They don't feel that it's worth creating a person. And Chazal tells us over there that those initial Malachim who had disagreed with the intention of the greater person were destroyed. And Hashem creates more Malachim. And He creates people. And people fall way short of Hashem's expectation. Starting from other Mauritian himself, and then two generations later, the, the, the people in the time of Enosh, who start to worship by Zorah. And then we get to the story of the flood, how the entire human race becomes depraved and needs to be destroyed. And the Malachim come back to Hashem. And they say, Hashem explained to us. Once the first group of Malachim, correct? When they said that a person should rather not be created, looking at the human track record, weren't they right that people did not live up to expectation, didn't justify their existence? And there, it doesn't bring Hashem's response to the Malachim. Except for saying, Hashem is patient and is prepared to wait. And therefore, over here, over here, when Hashem calls together the Malachim, and He shows him Akhlai Yisrael sitting at the Seder table and thanking Him. So this now is Hashem's response to that accusation Hashem shouldn't have created the person. And here when the Malachim see people who are praising Hashem and thanking, and thanking Him, then they moide. Then they admit that it was worth creating a person. I think in this Chazal, the Ramban gets the raya, the proof for his Chiddush. What does Hashem want from people? What justifies their creation? We can look to Chassid Chazal, what Hashem Himself shows the Malachim as being something which justifies a person's creation. And that is, when people thank Him, when people praise Him. That's what Hashem showed the Malachim, 
as you see if it's worth creating the person. And from there the Ramban learned this principle. That ain't the Kalyan Khaifat for Tahtoinim. The last is that Shinaida Fanov Shubrahu. Bad Rabbi said, there's still a question which needs to be asked. And that is, why is it like that? Why is that what's important to Hashem? And why is it so important to Hashem that that's the reason to create the person? That he should thank Hashem? That he should recognize Hashem? Why is that so central to, so to speak, the concept of the creation, that that's the reason Hashem wants to create the person? And more than that, the Rambani is saying that the entire Torah, all the mitzvahs, are, so to speak, factors which bring a person to this club. The entire Torah, the Kavanos Kala mitzvahs, is to come to the fact that a person will thank and acknowledge Hashem because that's the only chayfas Hashem has. Let's explain what that means. Hashem doesn't have a direct interest in the fact that a person puts on film. Hashem doesn't have a direct interest in the fact that a person eats kosher. Hashem doesn't have a direct interest in the fact that a person doesn't wear shatnas or takes truma and maise or any other mitzvah he'd like to choose. But the kavanus kola mitzvah is to bring a person to the ikar that he recognizes and thanks Hashem. Why? So I think there's a tremendous lesson to learn here. And that is, how does HaKadosh Baruch Hu relate to the human being that he created? The Prophet tells us, Hein Hashem Alekecho Hashumayim Ushmei Hashumayim Hashem has, Hashem created the heavens, the heavens above the heavens, the vastness of the expanse of the universe. But on the other hand, Rak Out of the enormity of the creation, only in your ancestors that Hashem wants, and He chose them. What does it mean? That out of the vastness of the space, like we said before, Hashem focuses on the Jewish people, on Klai Yisrael. Originally in the Alvis. And it's a source where Hashem is always planning, thinking about, Hashem is always looking at. Like the Prophet says, From the year in to the year's end, Hashem's eyes, so to speak, are always focused on Eretz Yisrael, on us. Why? This is the nature of the middle of Ava. This is the nature of love. When someone loves another, so they're always thinking about the object of their love. They're always focused on them. They're always interested in them. It becomes a primary focus in one's thoughts and one's feelings. And that's the expression of Ava. And therefore, as Hashem says Himself, 
Hashem loves us. It means Hashem is constantly focused on us. Hashem is constantly thinking about us. Hashem is constantly interested in us. And as the Creator, Hashem is constantly working with the Bria to help us. He's preparing situations for our benefit. He's there to protect us. Because that's the nature of Avo. But as much as it's the nature of Avo, as much as it's the nature of something, of love, that it becomes the focus of one's thoughts, one's feelings, one's intention, there's a second factor also. And that is, when you love someone, So what becomes the most important thing is that they should be reciprocate that love. When you love someone, what you want more than anything else is that they should love you too. They should be thinking about you also. They should be focused on you as well. Basically that the relationship should be mutual. And that's how I want to explain the Ramban. HaKadosh Baruch creates a person out of his love for them. And that love is expressed in the fact that HaKadosh Baruch is always looking out for the person. He's always thinking about him. He's always taking care of him. And now if you're going to ask the question, what chayfetz, what desire, what wants can HaKadosh Baruch have from the creations that he made? From the people that he, he, he created? It's not what they can do. He doesn't need the action. He doesn't need the result of the activity. The Chayfetz HaKadosh Baruch has, the Ratzin, the desire Hashem has from people is that they should reciprocate His love for them. And how do we do that? By being focused on Hashem. By appreciating His love and care and concern for us. First and foremost, the fact that He created us. That He looks after us. That He prepares us everything we need. We should acknowledge that and thank Him for it. And therefore, as much as He's focusing on us, we should be able to reciprocate and think about Him. That's Hashem's chayfetz. That's what Hashem wants from people. And if people can do that, then they deserve to be created. And therefore, if Hashem wants to show the malachim, I want to show you the situation which I was waiting for. The situation where Adam deserves to be created. Hashem is not showing a unique act of mysterious nefesh, of self-sacrifice. We're not taking away from the greatness of such an act. But the point of the creation was that people should be able to appreciate Hashem and thank Him. And that Hashem sees by that Hashem. When Klai Yisrael unites 
to acknowledge Hashem and to thank Him. That's Hashem's chavetz betachtoyde. That's where His feeling of love towards us is being reciprocated. And that's Hashem's chavetz malachim. For this, Hashem creates the person. And malachim agree. Let's take this a step further. Says the Ramban, this is the kavanas kola mitzvahs. Because every mitzvah we're being misasek with, every mitzvah we're involved in, should bring us back to thinking about Hashem. And that's what Hashem wants. People are people, and their mind tends to wander. And therefore all the actions Hashem gave us to do, whatever mitzvah it's going to be, is there to help us refocus. Is there to help remind us. Is there to help bring our thoughts and our feelings back to HaKadosh Baruch Because that's what Hashem wants. The Ramban finishes with another famous paragraph, which we'll see isn't something separate. He says, From the hidden miracles, a person comes to recognize in Moida, Benissim and Ishtarim. From the famous miracles, a person comes to recognize the hidden miracles. Shem Yisoyed at Torah Kula. That's the basis of the entire Torah. She'en Adam Chedek Peteris Moshe Rabbeinu and she'namin b'chol varenu mikreinu she'kulam nisim. Until a person accepts everything that happens to us in the nest. E'en v'em teva u'minhoga sh'lo'ilam. Nothing is left to run on its own. Nothing happens by itself or by chance. Whether it's to a rabbi or to a yachid, everything is decided, everything is rewarded, everything is predicted, everything is planned. And why is this part of the same principle? Because here we see HaKadosh Baruch Hu's constant concern for us. Not just that Hashem created us and was interested in us then, but in the fact that nothing happens by chance. And every event and incident in a person's life is planned and programmed and meant for them. Means HaKadosh Baruch Hu is thinking about them every second. And every event which happens, Hashem is thinking what to do for this person. And therefore this principle reinforces what we said before. The awareness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ongoing and constant focus on Klai Yisrael. Let's finish with one last beautiful idea. Really the Ramban says this in his explanation of the mitzvah of Tfilin. Tfilin, as we know, is made up of four parishes. And the four parishes of the Tfilin are the four times in the Torah where it tells us to put on Tfilin. The first two are both here at the end of parishes. Boy, the mitzvah, the parish of Kadesh Yibachor, called Bukhar and the Vayiki Yaviachor, we finishes the Shabbat Toytov is The two parishes talking with Yitzhak Mitzrayim. The third one is the parish of Shema, and the last one is the parish of Hayim Shemaya. These are the four places the Torah talks about Tefillin, and that's why these become the four parishes which are in our Tefillin. But if you look at it, the parish of Shema. And the Pasha Bahim Shemaya have nothing to do with Yisus Mitzrayim. I don't even mention it. 
But the principle is, and that's what the Rabban says over here, that tefillin is something which is put between one's eyes. Tefillin is something which a person is meant to look up to and see, and therefore be a constant focus of a person's thoughts. That's not his heart, or his arm connected to his heart, which is meant to be a, co- a, co- a constant, so to speak, fact in a person's feeling. And what are the four parts of the tefillin? Firstly, it's Yes Mitzrayim. That's when Hashem showed us that He's in control. That's where Hashem showed us He runs the world. But more importantly, that's where Hashem showed us that He's prepared to change the world for our benefit. That's the first principle. The second principle, Shema. Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echot. The Kodesh Baruch Hu is the only source, the only power, the only creator. And lastly, Vahim Shemaya. Sechar Vahinesh. And his reward and his punishment. And when you put these three things together, what we saw by Mitzrayim, where Hashem showed so clearly that He's the creator, And he's changing the world for our benefit. Brings us to the realization that because Shinakir that we recognize he's Hashem, that's the Pasha of Shema. And lastly, we see from Mitzrayim, which was Nisim Gluim, obvious miracles, open miracles, that everything is based on Nisim. Everything which happens to us is Hashem's decision. That's the Vahim Shemaya. Whether it rains or it doesn't rain. And how much rain is going to be is all a decision which Hashem is making in our benefit. And together it creates the, the picture that HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates the world for us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world for us. Hashem is prepared to change the world for us. And therefore that becomes a, fo- a source of, for us to focus on. At Filin. And again, it's a mitzvah which has behind it an ikar. And the ikar is to remember Mitzrayim. To remember Mitzrayim, the mitzvah we saw, which showed us so clearly that Akash Baruch is in control and that he's doing everything for us. And to extend that to the parish of Shemayim Vahayim Shemayim. The acknowledgement that Akash Baruch is Echad. And that everything he does is for us. Because then, with both of these factors together, we accept it as Hashem. And we know the lie. We thank Him for creating us. Then we too focus on our Kesha with Hashem. We think about Him. We're grateful to Him. And in that way, we justify HaKadosh Baruch Hu's reason for creating the person. Thank you.